Are you ready? I said, are you ready? You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood, and Tyler Wright. Another episode of Voice of Fan Sportscast with your host Ben Reynolds. How y'all join y'all Friday evening? You know, my wife and kids, they went to the uh, local high school game. And since I'm kind of behind school, I, I decided to stay behind and, and give y'all this podcast and start with the NFL week four. You know, uh, yesterday we had a pretty good dang on good game versus the Bengals and Jacksonville. Jacksonville sure did put up a fight. Uh, the game was a lot closer than I thought it would have been, uh, according to how, you know, the Jazz played against the Broncos last week. I mean, not the Broncos, but uh, against the Cardinals last week. Uh, they gave the Cardinals kind of like a little scare, but Cardinals just lived be too much. And I feel like the Bengals had the same chance of, you know, offensive firepower, you know, with Chase and Boyd, you know, that whole group of receivers. And, no, they missing T. Higgins, but they still had no a lot. They have a lot of good receivers. But uh, as you saw in this game, man, uh, the Jazz just kind of got away from the game plan. You know, it was just like, okay, we're gonna run here, we're gonna pass here. Uh, like it just wasn't really a lot of variety in the play calling. It was pretty vanilla. You know, they it was, it was really surprised they jump up on a fourteen. And Olee on the Bengals, even the Bengals stunned. Like they were kind of less, less like a day, like a desical in the first half. And the second half, they they starting to turn it up and start, you know, putting that defense on their heels. Uh, other than that, uh, I like what I saw from Trevor Lawrence, but uh, you know, he still got ways to go. That offense still got ways to go. And like I said, the play calling man, I don't know who playing calling plays for Jazz, but uh, it's that's not it. It's not it. I mean, they could have. They really could have won this game, and they let it slip away. But big props to the Bengals defense for coming up big uh, in this game. If it wasn't a, a, if it if it wasn't for the home call against Von Bell, uh, uh, you know the Jazz probably probably just sell for a field goal there. But uh, you know the Bengals offense is looking good. As you saw, they upset the Vikings uh, week one. I mean, I was really surprised by that. And and now the Bengals are sitting on. On, on top of that division three and one, which is who would thought the Bengals be sitting on top of their division? You know they beat the Steelers last week, and and I don't know what to say. To be honest, I really don't know what to say. Uh, I I really thought the Bengals were be, uh, you know struggling a lot, especially you know uh, since the offensive line is you know kind of shaky, but you know they playing together and you no know, they they playing the spring of wins and right now they. They three and one. Going into week five. Who would have thought the Bengals three and one? 
But anyway, let's go ahead and dive into these uh, week four NFL schedule. A lot of good games. Uh, you know, while I'm looking through the schedule, I can see I can see some games going either way. But uh, let's start off with Washington versus the Falcons. Uh, man, Washington, they just lost their way, to be honest. The defense is not what they used to be. Um, you know, that passing game, I don't know if it's Taylor, Heineke, I don't know if, if it's the play calling or his plan. I just haven't even saw a lot of Washington games, but their offense is struggling mightily. Like, it's pretty, it's pretty pathetic how their offense is struggling. I mean, they're 27 in passing yard and 21st in rushing. I mean, you're not going to win games like that if you can't put points on the board. On the board. But for their, for, for their defense, though, they have dealt with injuries, and the defense just haven't been stepping up. I believe the defense just been playing like they were playing last year. Yeah, it would be a different story, but they're not. It just they just not coming together and uh things just fall back on the coaches, man. Uh are you putting your team in position to win? And lucky for them they're going up against the Falcons this week. You know, Falcons they're another team that been struggling, you know, with their offensive of power with Matt Ryan uh leading the charge and they worse than the Washington uh in the passing and and rushing game. I mean Mike Davis, you really thought you going to the season with Mike Davis? Come on guys. Is your number one back? Yeah, you setting yourself to lose a, a lot of games if you think that Mike Davis is going to be number one back. But uh, Washington uh, are going to Atlanta for the game. Uh, I see the game being close uh, just because how, uh, you know, both teams have been playing this year. Um, Washington barely being the Giants, you know, well, the Falcons did put up a good fight against the Bucks. Uh, but in this game, I'm probably, I'm taking Washington because of the defense. Maybe the defense can stop up and make and come up with a couple of stops, and you know, and and just uh, you know, get some turnovers going for the offense, so they can give them a short field to uh, score. But it, it, like I said, this game really could go either way. But I'm leaning toward more Washington just because of the defense. They have more uh, potential to come up with some down stops or a turnover or something like that. So Washington, hey, don't get your win, baby. All right, Texans versus the Bills. All right, Texans, they're going to be without Tyrod, I believe, again. So, yeah, that's a, their, their goal for winning right now is even smaller. Just because, uh, you know, they're kind of in a re- rebuild stage. I don't know why they just won't start watching. I mean, they really hate that man. <laughs> this guy, he wanted out. They, 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 they taking it to him. But let's be honest, Texas is just not gonna be able to keep up with the Bills. Uh, they lost to the uh, to the Panthers. I mean, uh, Chris McCaffrey went out in the first half, I believe. And the Bills, man, they just got too much firepower. They're on the roll. I mean, who can contest with? know with that team not the Texans definitely not the Texans so uh it's not gonna be a close one what more what more what's much more can I say about the Bills I mean Josh Allen uh he's finally coming into his own he found he found Mayan Sanders a couple of times uh for a touchdown actually he hit uh Mayan Sanders on a, a deep touchdown so 
the Bills, they fire all cylinders now. And, you know, they, they saw off the gate kind of slow, but uh, they slowly find their rhythm. The running game, I'm very surprised that, uh, you know, that Moss, you know, he's taking care of from Singletary. So the running game is like, it's slow and showing up, but we still know the Bills are our passing team. So they don't come out here slinging it uh, uh, versus the uh, the Texans kind of like the Texans can't stop them. So why not throw you know the ball 40, 40, 45 times in this game? I mean, why not? The, the Texans ain't gonna stop it. I mean, the Texans don't have literally almost nobody on defense to to match up with the Bills. So the Bills gonna come fire, firing the all Sanders, look for uh, Josh Allen to have a big game, and uh, I, I'm seeing um, Diggs definitely having a big game for the Texans. So uh, here at VLF, we definitely taking the Bills. All right, let's move on to the line versus the Bears. Now, I had to really sit here and think about this game because the Lions are showing grittiness. Like, they're they showing toughness. I mean, that's what you want from your team. They're not giving up. Them boys are not giving up. I mean, that's what you want, right? I mean, as a Lions fan, yeah, you you're losing these games, but y'all in it. Y'all fighting. Y'all fighting to the last second, which which is, you know, what you can say most about the team that they haven't been doing this years past. They haven't been competing, like leaving it all on the field. I mean, what more can you ask? They when they get more weapons and maybe a different quarterback, Jared Goff, he hasn't really been bad. But uh, you know, you still upgrade at that position. And uh, the Lions have impressed me. I mean, maybe Lamar was injured. Uh, no, kind he did that backflip in the end zone. Why would you do that, dude? Come on, bro. Like, soon he did it, I was like, why? And it looked like it hurt too. And kind of found out, yeah, it looked like he injured his tailbone or something like that. But uh, the Lions, they just, you know, they're not going away. They almost came back week one versus the 49ers. You know, uh, they hanged in there versus the Packers. To the Packers, you know, they slowly drifted, uh, you know, ran away with it. And the Ravens, I mean, the score was 19-17. So the Lions are showing greediness. You know, they released Jamin Collins, and uh, he just wasn't working well with that, you know, defense. Even though the defense is nothing to write home about, but, uh, yeah, he just wasn't doing his part, you know. So the Lions are going into uh, Soldier Field. And they say Andy Dalton may be back. I mean, I get it. You know, the offense is a little bit more better right now just because how Justin Fields is still learning. I, I, I know it's, I'm surprised to say that, too, that Andy Dalton, uh, he's playing a little bit better than Justin Fields. Everybody will probably say, well, the line can't protect him, though. They're not giving him uh, much time to throw, but the offense still look a little bit better. I have I hate to say it, but uh, if Andy Dalton do start, I still I'm still picking the Lions because of the greatness. I think they get their first win, week four versus the uh, versus the uh, Bears. They get the divisional win. Because uh, the Lions, they just, they not quitting. And the Bears just don't have a passion like that. They just don't. 
and their defense being kind of lackadaisical. You know, they they've been trying to find themselves. You know, so I, I'm getting into the lines just because the whole Bears quarterback situation. Maybe they have better quarterback play, and uh, maybe the defense wouldn't give up big plays here and there. Then I'll take uh, the Bears, but I'm feeling confident. Now I want to say confident. I'm just feeling. I'm rooting for the Lions, basically, because they've been showing some greediness. And you know how Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell, the head coach, said, you know, got bite them at the kneecap, or whatever he just said. You know, so they they bite these teams at the kneecap trying to get this win, and they're going to get their first win right here, week four versus the Bears. Panthers versus the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys. Let me just come out and say that. I really hate the Cowboys. I'm a Saints fan, so... Cowboys is just, they, they get on my skin. Americans team, okay, whatever. Y'all haven't won the Super Bowl since the 90s, whatever. Uh, what, 89? No, it was like 93. It was something like that, 93, since the 90s. So, the Panthers are coming in, beat up, missing that star player, McCaffrey. Um... They're gonna to be tough sledding. I don't know where they're gonna find points at. Then, then uh, Sam Darnold is, has been a game manager at this point. You know he hasn't been doing anything just to mess up. But you are gonna need more than that versus the Cowboys. You know they put on a dang good show versus the Buccaneers. Uh, they came out and beat the Chargers. They manhandled the Eagles. So. It just really, if the Panthers can keep up with the with the Cowboys' offense, and I don't see that happening, just because of who Sam Donald is, and uh, he haven't been able to get Robbie Anderson going, who's a very very good deep threat and reliable one at that, and he just hasn't been hitting him at all. And and like I said, that playmakers out, uh, McCaffrey, he's missing. Uh, I don't know where the Panthers' offense gonna come from. Herbert, Herbert. I mean, that's a lot to put on the rookie's shoulders, especially versus the Cowboys. And uh, that defense, maybe the defense can come up. If the defense can come up with some turnovers, then yes. You know, that D line is out. Um, they lost J.C. Horn. I believe he's out for the year. I think that's why they traded for uh, Henderson. Uh, to take place of Horn because of was a hamstring or ACL or something like that. So, he, you know, he's taking up uh, uh, Horn's place, but let's be honest, Henderson's not. I still say Horn's better than Henderson. So, uh, I mean, it's it's, a, it's not totally a downgrade, but you will see the drop off at the position. I have to say, and uh, maybe the. Maybe, just maybe, they can get pressure on that because, you know, the Cowboys online has been uh, beat up and they sustain injuries on that online. And uh, if the defense can get after Dak and make him, you know, have some turnovers, maybe, just maybe, they can win the game. But I'm just seeing an all-out, you know, offensive juggernaut and the Cowboys coming off against the Panthers who's kind of who missing that key player. If you're missing your best running back, I mean, that'll give the defense more 
time to game plan versus the passing offense. So they're going to say, hey, Sam Donald, you come out and beat us. We ain't the running game. We ain't worried about that. We want you. We're going we gonna, to you know, stack the box, whatever, do what we need to do, shut down the running game, and make you throw it and see can you, you beat our corners. See can you beat you know, uh, our guys. And and that's a tall order for Sam Donald. I mean, you want him to come out throwing 30, 35 times, you know, versus, you no know, the defense. And the Cowboys' defense are not bad. For some reason, they just give up big plays, but they really get turnovers. They really get stops when it matters. So that, that really, that's really a big thing. You know, Ben don't break. And once the Cowboys' defense, you know, just realize, like, hey, Sam Donald really going to have to make some, some – Tight throws, then that's when I know they're gonna start building their confidence and like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and take over the game and shut it down. So the Cowboys, you know, they whipping the Panthers uh, this week. Sorry, Panthers fans. Ha <laughs> Yes, Saints. You know, we trying to get up in this division. We trying to climb up right now. The Panthers Bucks are ahead of us. So I love it if the Panthers would just lose this game, put them at three and one. Um. You know, that I really love that this Sunday. All right, let's move on to Colts versus Dolphins. So without they were Dolphins without Tua, injury prone Tua. Uh, I mean, that was my worst fear for Tua. Like when Dolphins was like thinking about taking him, I like yo this dude stay injured. You saw that Alabama with the hip. You know, I think Bo Jackson had almost a similar injury. And everybody was talking about that. So he just have a history. Uh, I think he had an ankle one, ankle injury, something like that in the uh, championship or the day, like the game before the championship. He just can't stay healthy. And, and the head didn't look hard. It didn't look terrible. But here we go again. Yeah, with uh, ribs injury. And that's why I'm saying, like, some GMs, you got to take into account. Like, yeah, this dude might be good, but what what is it worth? He can't stay on the field. So this Dolphins team is coming in led by Jacoby Brissett, which I'm not very, you know, he reminds me of, like, a Tyrod Taylor. He's coming in, you know, he managed, he do what he needed to do. He's not terrible. Felt like the Colts, they're a little bit hard on him. I feel like he did a good job. And look at the Colts now. I feel like Jacoby Brissett was with the Colts. They might not be on three. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he put up a good game versus the Raiders. Uh, they lost in overtime. 28-31. And I just feel like the Colts have to win this game. They have to. They cannot be sitting in this division. And the division not even that tough. That was so bad about it. They in the division with the Titans and the Jags. And, the Jag, of course, the Titans are sitting up uh, right now the division leaders. And so they have a chance. They have a chance to catch up. And the Texans, I mean, they got tough sledding. So the Colts, they, they need to put something together here. They need to. This is like really, I wouldn't say a must win, but it's, it's dang sure close to one. 
And, you know, I was hyped about Wentz coming to the Colts. I was like, yes, you know, they finally getting a good quarterback. You know, Wentz get a chance to re- rejuvenate his career and prove something to all these naysayers, you know. What's that, uh, standing and say, oh, walking, walking to me or something like that. <laughs> you know, he got – he got a chance to prove something here. A new, a new, fresh start with an amazing team. Even though the defense has been playing up the part, but still amazing team. You still got good weapons, man. You, you got Jonathan Taylor, who I say is better than Miles Sanders. So, Colts, man, y'all got to get this offense. Y'all got to figure this thing out. And y'all in the middle of the pack, when y'all do it, when y'all are mediocre, that means you're gonna lose the good teams and you and you're gonna beat bad teams. Well, what, what are the Dolphins? Are they a good team, bad team? I mean, they beat the Patriots, right? They hung they, they hung in there versus the Raiders. A Jacoby Brissett led team, which I say is better than Tua. And he really looked down upon when he's really pretty serviceable. And Joe Brissett's coming. No, against his old team who didn't want him, right? So, Colts, I don't know what y'all are gonna do, but y'all have to win this game. Like, you can't go down 0 4. And let's be honest, you no, know, the Tesla got a tough schedule ahead, and the Jazz are the Jazz. So, if y'all want the wild card, man, y'all gotta start right here and now. Y'all too good of a team to be sitting at 0-4. Too good. So with that being said, I'm taking the Colts because I feel like that their bats are almost against the wall. And when a team get their bats against the wall, you know, they come out. They got to come out swinging. <laughs> with some jabs, with some uppercuts or something, they got to come out with some combos, man. And I feel like Johnson Taylor going to get it going. Get Johnson Taylor going. Get him going. Give him a lot of touch. Get Hines in the passing game. Give him a screen game. Get him in the passing game. Get this thing going and get y'all first win of the season. Colts over the Dolphins, guys. Browns versus the Vikings. Oh, what are the Vikings? What are they? Who are who are they? I mean, are they a good team? Are they a bad team? Are they, you know, in the middle of a pack team, so so? Uh, they got so much offense. Plenty, plenty full. They can they can spread around. They can get the running game going. They they not consistent. I think that's what the problem is. Kirk Cousins, he man, he been pretty good this season. You know. Uh, they blame them for the Cardinals' loss when really defense. They they need to do something to get stop. Uh, Patrick. They they brought Patrick Peace in to uh, fill the void of Rhodes, and that's really what the problem is. They can't stop nobody. They they constant shootouts, right? Constant shootouts. You know, they did win last week versus uh, Seattle. But it was in a shootout versus the Cards, and the Bengals, you know, they just stunned them. Like I said, I didn't see the Bengals being the Vikings. So what can the Vikings do this week versus the Browns, who has a pretty good dang on offense? 
Do you want to get in the shootout versus the Browns? I mean, I feel like they can shred the Vikings defense pretty handily. And how ready Davin Cook going to be? That's another question. Davin Cook not ready to go, then that's something else you got to contend with. I feel like you know, the Browns were out Landry, but they finally got OBJ back. I feel like the Browns is one of the teams that, that's finally coming to their own. And I feel like they can destroy the team on the ground. Basically, really, really on the ground more than in the air. And I think that's that's what it's going to come down to. Can the Vikings stop the run? And I don't think they can. Just from what I saw from, uh, you know, I think uh, Carson got a, a gainer, a touchdown, like a 45-yarder on a run yard on, run yard on them. So I'm not quite sure they can stop the run. And if they can't, which I'm pretty sure they can't, stay in for a long day. And, no, if I were the Browns, my whole goal is to keep that offense off off the field. Got my defense, they're a little bit susceptible, you know, for giving up no plays, giving up yards. But right now, the Browns are second in rushing. So, obviously, the Browns coming in, trying to run the ball, trying to stuff it down the Vikings' throat, and say, hey, stop us. If you can. If you can't, then you deserve to win. But right now, I don't, I'm not seeing that. And like I said, Devin Cook, is he ready to go? That's another guy that's kind of, another guy that's been dealing with injuries of his career. Devin Cook not ready to go, then that's less than the Vikings' chance to win this game. Uh, I just like what the Browns are doing. They balance, you know, they know who they are, and they're sticking to it. So I'm taking the Browns over the Vikings. Um, the Vikings have, they have, they have talent. But I really, I really, I believe the defense of the Achilles heel. And when you can't stop nobody from scoring, then you don't have problems. Now, I would thought they'd be Seattle. But, you know, every dog has a day, as they say. All right, Titans versus the Jets. I have, <laughs> I mean, I really don't have, really need to say what I have. I mean, it's kind of like a given, right? Uh. If you play fancy, you better go pick up Tennessee defense because how uh, the Jets play against the Broncos, you want that defense. All right, so the Jets have me looking like a fool because I came out and said, Jets, they're going to be better than what people think they're going to be. They got a new head coach from the 49ers. You know, he's a dog himself. You know, he gets the team going, get the team ready. And I'm like, Wilson now, I saw a little Andrew Luck in him. He got a big arm, he's talented, you know, he scrambled a little bit, got accuracy. Dude's a baller. Watch out. They make Zach Wilson look. I'll branch it. When I did watch some of the insurgency throws, dude, who you throwing it to? And what you saying? Like, he's still seeing goals from the Patriots game. And to be honest, the schedule the Jets have had have not been favorable. All right. 
How do you create this situation? You really don't have a running game. Michael Carter thought he going to be the next big thing, but all wrong again. <laughs> like, maybe I shouldn't just, like, predict just players and just let everything plan, play out. Like, oh, yeah, 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 I knew he was going to do good. Maybe I should have went that route than saying going out on limb, like, yeah, this guy, he's coming out and doing this, he's doing that. And now they looking, have me looking like boo-boo the fool. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I really don't know what happened. So I haven't just really just sat and watched a whole just game. It has been unbearable. When you can't take pressure off the quarterback and, like, try to get him – you know, some nuggets here and there, some, some, you know, something get him going. It's gonna be tough sledding if you don't have a running back and the raw receivers are, you know, they okay. Uh, Corey Davis said he felt kind of slighted because the Jets didn't, you know, the Titans didn't, you know, pick him up or, you know, extend them or whatever. But uh, they got problems. They almost dead last in passing and. Russian, they had almost dead last in total yards. So defense, they stopped nobody. Offense, night moving the ball. So what they doing in practice? Playing patty cake? What goofing off? You know, playing board game, playing video game, playing Madden. Uh, as a team, they just not just not doing anything, man. I know y'all saw the meme. Uh, you know. The guy with the stick and he poking the team, say, do something, do something. That's what I'm saying. Just do something. Just just do something. Right? Uh, I feel like they need to upgrade tight ends. Ryan Griffin, he's he's a good, he's solid. And Tyler Croft, he's solid. But they need to find him. No, they said tight ends are quarterback's best friend. And I feel like next year they, they need to get him a tight end. Fits the old line and give him a running back. You no, know, Telvin Coleman, they really just put a band aid over his running back situation. They signed Ty Justin from Detroit and uh, Telvin Coleman from 49ers, Michael Carter. I feel like they just kind of band aid the whole situation. I mean, these guys are, are uh, how would I put it? They are, you know. They're just pieces, like pieces on board game. They just, they're just pieces. They're not like star players. They're complimentary type players, you know. So they need to get a true running back and a tight end. They, fist, they need to fix the online. We're about, we're about the defense later, you know. We can try to fix that through great CR whatever. But they need to find somebody that can upgrade this offense. And maybe it's the offensive coordinator play caller. Maybe not putting in plays, you know, that suit the Jets. And I spend a lot of time on Jets because I'm kind of frustrated because they, they're ruining my guy. Like, no, just send him to the Saints, man. Let him go to, you know, QB University. And he'll be our future. So a Titan coming in here without Julio and without uh, A.J. Brown. I mean, they, they basically like, hey, y'all, y'all just rest. This is a bye week. Y'all just take the day off, guys. You know, we don't need you. So they didn't hear you about to rush for 300 yards and have like four touchdowns. We're good. We're good. No, just 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 take the day off. You deserve it. So the Titans, uh, they come in here and gonna win this game pretty handily. Uh, 
Hopefully, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson don't throw more than three interceptions. Chiefs versus the Eagles. East, man. I don't know what to say. Clyde Edwards, a lair, looks horrible. Downright horrible, man. And granted, the Chiefs don't even run the ball. So, you know, they all can't follow him, but they need it. They need to get something else going. I can't rely on Patrick Mahomes 24-7. And where have Tyreek Hill been? My goodness. Are they blanking him, double-teaming him? Seems like the offense is just kind of spluttering right now. And the defense can't stop a nosebleed. But lucky for them, they are playing against the Eagles, right? Playing against the Eagles. Eagles coming off of a huge loss versus the Cowboys. I mean, they, they won a never-ending game. <laughs> I mean, so it's going to be tough sledding again for the Eagles. Uh, the Chiefs not going to lose three games in a row. They just not. They're too good of a team to do that. And maybe, maybe uh, they can get Hilaire going. I know, I know he had rushing, 100 rushing yards last week, but still. They were just, he finally had one good game. One. But other than that, he had a fumble against the, um, I want to say the Ravens. I want to say it was the Ravens. So it's not like he just been tearing it up. If you look at his stats, right, he had 14 rushes for 43 yards versus the Browns. I mean, that's pedestrian. You know, they brought him to be more than that. Uh, he had... 13 carries for 46 yards. So he, he averages like three points on the game. They need him to be a game changer. You know, like I said, they can't rely on Patrick Mahomes 0.47 because if, when your defense can't, can't create turnovers, and that's how they choose to really beat other teams they back by their defense creating turnovers. And if they can't create turnovers, then, you know, you see stuff like this happen. So they're playing against the Eagles. Their offense is still shaky. I'm not liking it. When you when Miles Sanders only run the ball three times, man, three times, I have no faith in this offense, especially against a, a high-power offense as the Chiefs. Three times, Eagles fans. Jalen ran the ball more than him. Oh, my bad. He only rushed the ball two times. Two rushes for 27 yards. Three catches, 28 yards. You need to be more... Uh, involved in the passing game. Or maybe because they were down, like they were playing against Dallas, and Dallas was just cooking them. They're like, bro, we can't run this ball. The only way we can get them going, you no, know, Jalen runs it. But you can't put all everything on Jalen either. You can't put everything on Jalen. So uh, the Eagles going to have, the defense is going to have to step up big. Uh, you know, Fletcher Cox went out versus the Cowboys, so we're going to see if he's going to be back in this game versus the Chiefs. But I'm taking the Chiefs. No way you're losing three games in a row. Cardinals versus the Rams. Still a tough game on the schedule. So D-Hop might be out with a rib injury. So there's less, that's, you know, less person that the Rams have to worry about. The Cardinals defense can't stop anything. Um, I mean, 
you saw them pull on the Clint versus the Titans. So I don't where where did that defense go? The Jazz was looking like they about to blow the top off the Cardinals. But uh, you know, the offense came alive and no, they were able to pull through. But it was looking pretty bad for Cardinals, I ain't gonna lie. And they cannot come in playing like that rushing the Rams. Rams are too good. And I like that's how deep the Rams were. I didn't even know they had Deshaun Jackson. I was like, when I saw him versus the Bucks, I'm like, yo, when they get Jackson. And now they finally put him into the game plan. You know, Sean McVay said he was mad at himself for not, you know, getting him in the game plan sooner. So the Rams, man, they deep. Cars can't contend with that. They just can't. They run. So they're going to just, like, sit back here and try to throw the ball, you know, versus the Rams secondary and let the defense know. Put the NASCAR package on them. They're gonna have to get Evans going or Corner going, which I definitely don't see that happening. I mean, Corner, Corner, Corner just scored his you no know, two touchdowns last week. You know that that was his first two touchdowns of the season. The Cardinals, it's gonna be tough sledding for the Cardinals because of you know how their their offense is made of. You know they their makeup. You know they they a passing team. And the Rams will sell against that because of their front four. They, they, they can get pressure just from that front four. And you don't have to try to run the ball versus the Cardinals, but the Cardinals, they're just not good at running the ball. So they will have to figure out how to slow down, you know, that pass rush. Maybe some screens, quick passes, you know, use that as a stitching of their running game. You know, they love it in rushing yards, but I feel like that tells a different story. It's called Kyler Murray, too. But I feel like the Rams are just a better team. You no know, offense side of ball, defense side of ball. And I feel like they can slow them down, especially if D-Hop's not playing. I mean, it probably, it probably game probably closer if D-Hop's playing. But I feel like uh, the Rams, they just, you know, how, what they did to Bucks, and I feel like the Bucks are better than cards. And, uh, you know, they're missing D-Hop, just not having that situation. So I'm taking the Rams. Over the cards, Seahawks versus 49ers. Seahawks is another team that kind of be up and down sometimes. Like, they, the first half, they be like a juggernaut, and the second half, they just come out flat. Like, why is that? Do they get, like, I don't know, they just, like, forget they playing a football game? And, like, oh, we're just going to run this pass. Oh, we're just going to throw it 40 yards down the field and hope something happens. You know, DK... Finally came alive. Finally. And, you know, he had a huge game. But sometimes the, the Seahawks, man, they get lost in the sauce or something. I mean, they barely showed up versus the Vikings. Barely. And they going up with, uh, with a, uh, against a team with a better defense. So which Seahawks team going to show up? The one, you know, that, that whooped the, the Colts, you know, week one? You know, throwing them 40-yard bombs down the field? Or are we going to get a team that, you know, that showed up uh, versus the Vikings? I don't like, you know, hiding Jekyll-type teams, right? So they they need to, you know, figure themselves out, come to work, because they're in a tough division. They can't be dropping games. You know, they should be winning. They have no room for error in that. In that you know, situation, in that tough division, no rooms for error. So which team going to show up versus the 49ers? And lucky for them, the 49 offense is not on the right home about. 
they basically missing like every last one of the running backs. We don't know Eli Eli Mitchell's plan. We don't even know it's Kittle plan. Kittle's game time decision. Right? Brandon Ayuk has been a doghouse. He finally came out and had a decent game. So I'm I'm a little worried about the 49 offense because, you know, the injuries and, you know, uh Jimmy G is not really the answer. So my boys, they got mad because I said, uh, I said Jimmy G is a watered down version of Tom Brady. Guy, they got I'm taking a shot of Tom Brady. I wasn't really taking a shot of Tom Brady. It's true, he's like a watered down version of Tom Brady. You know, even Belichick wanted Jimmy G over Tom because he saw like similarities, right? <laughs> Jimmy G just not gonna win you games, man. I mean. At this point, Trey Lance should be called up just because of the, how he can change the dynamic of the offense. And they need some some hot and spicy right now. They need some some big time playability. They need some you know some some uh you know splash plays as they say because uh, when tight ends come in, have four catches, thirty seven yards, and a touchdown. Uh, you know he had five rushes for fourteen. Um, I mean, so they're struggling here. So that's the only reason why I'm taking the, the Seattle Seahawks because the offense is, is struggling. And uh, they're going to need to uh, score some points versus Seattle because Seahawks, you know, they come down firing all, all cylinders. You know. So Seahawks need this division win. Um, then we'll go down one and four. So let's let's go with Seattle here. Green Bay versus Phillies versus Green Bay. We got Big Ben on Walker, trying to finish out his career. You know, the Bengals are trying to help him finish out his career a little bit more faster. <laughs> I mean, how did the Steelers beat the the Bills week one? By the grace of God. How in the world did they win that game? It was a defense struggle, but still defense. No, they went AWOL versus the Bengals. It seemed like they couldn't figure nothing out. This the the Steelers offense is just not what they used to be. So you expect me to take Steelers going into Lambeau and being Green Bay. Not with that bit then. And you can say, oh, we're getting Deontay Johnson back. Okay, that's cool. Offense still kind of fluttering all over the place, like a shot down plane, just up and down all over the place, right? Uh, Aaron Rodgers like, he's back on track. I want to say he's back on track because you're like, just one game, right? I mean, you sell down, son. You did, you know, you beat the Lions. You beat, you know, the 49ers who offense, you know, kind of shaky. So they come in against a confident Aaron Rodgers, as you would say. And it's still just not looking like the Steelers. I mean, Najee Harris finally had a breakout game. Uh, is he going to continue to build on that? I mean, who's no? who knows? Who knows? Uh, I believe uh, the Packers uh, is missing uh, their best pass rusher. I believe he's out for the game. Uh, his name is escaping my mind right now, but I saw the report that he's gonna miss. So maybe that's gonna help out 
uh, the Steelers' O-line, you know, greatly because if the Packers are missing uh, their best pass rush, then um, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day for the Steelers if he was playing. I don't know why his name is skipping my mind right now, but he's out. Maybe I can think of it uh, later on. But uh, I just, I'm taking Green Bay in this because, uh, you know, they're showing they can actually score, and actually, you know, put good drives together, and actually protect their quarterback. Steelers, they seem like they're still trying to find themselves. You know, they'll be able to to beat the Bills, but not the Raiders and not the Bengals, which, you know, Bengals are a division rival. So they shouldn't lost. They shouldn't lost to the Bengals like that. The Bengals better beat the Jazz. You know, it's one of the games you have to win. And they just didn't handle their business last week. So I'm taking Green Bay. Uh, over the Steelers. All right. Uh, next game on the list. Bucks versus Pats. The only reason people hyped about this game is because Tom Brady come back home, right? He's coming back home. Uh, I'm not really seeing this being like a great game. Uh, you saw. You saw what the Saints did to uh, Matt Jones last week. I think just because you know Tom Brady had the chance to to break the record and stick it to Belichick and all this type of jazz, you know. That's the only reason why people hype. I'm not really hyped about the game. I already know what the outcome gonna be. I mean, it's no contest. The Patriots are just not a good team. They weren't going to be a good team with Cam Newton already at them. So, uh, the Patriots are coming in over their heads. Uh, they play against a good defense and a great offense. And uh, they won't be able to, they, may, they may slow down uh, the Patriots, I mean, the Bucks a little bit if Judon can get going. But uh, other than that, Maybe if they like I said, if they can create pressure on Tom, you know, as the Rams did, then they have a chance. But let's be real. They they can't match up versus them very well. Offense the offense can't create mismatches. The defense can't match up either. So really just a Tom Brady, you know, homecoming basically. And uh I'm not seeing much of a game here. Uh, I'm taking the Bucks over the past just because of, you know, not just because, but because the Bucks are just a better team. <laughs> I mean, pretty much the Bucks are just a better team here, guys. And uh, hopefully, past, hopefully Patriots can put up a fight, but I doubt it. Giants versus Saints. Uh, the Giants are missing Slating, Slayton, and they missing um, – uh, the other receiver name, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, both of them are out with ACL injuries. So, who's going to play? All that's left is King God and Evan Ingram. The Saints defense priest out top five for a top ten defense in the league. I mean, uh, Stone Shepard, that's his name, Stone Shepard. And guess what? The Saints are coming home. 
They coming home. So first real home game for the Saints, guys. So you know the dome gonna be rocking. They're gonna be partying. It's gonna be it's gonna be loud and crazy, right? So the Giants coming in with Saquon Barkley. You know the Saints defense is dang on dang on good, man. So all they gotta really do is just make Daniel Jones defense, right? I mean, that'll be my game plan. Shut down Saquon and make the uh make the Giants beat me. Make Daniel Jones beat me. I'm pretty point blank and simple. They lost to Washington. I don't think the Giants won. They got blown out by the Broncos. I don't even think the Giants won a game yet. Maybe somebody can help me out here. I don't think I don't think the Giants won a game. Let me see. I looked that up real quick. I don't believe they have. Yeah, they owe three. I came here another team. They lost to the Broncos. They lost to the Washington. I came here another team. They lost to. Uh, let me look that. I want to know who the other team. Who did they lose to? Uh, Atlanta. That's right, Atlanta. <laughs> that game was so um um uh um memorable. So that's why I can't think of Atlanta. They lost to Atlanta. Uh, and they probably beat uh. Oh and four. Are they gonna lose to the Saints? I mean, come on, Saints, right? America's team. Who that? I don't even need to talk about the offense. Cause we already know what Kamara gonna do. I mean, Winston. Alright, I don't give a prediction on Winston here. He's gonna throw for the most passing yards for him this season. He's gonna throw for three fifty. And two touchdowns. Write them up and check it. Take it to the bank. Cash it. 350 and two touchdowns. For the win for the Saints. All right, last game of the week. Pretty good, dang on good game. <laughs> like, I really was going back and forth on this. Raiders versus Chargers. Derek Carr. You know, I always like Derek Carr. Everybody used to be, you know, down on him. But he's a good quarterback. He really is, though. He's really underrated. And uh, they 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 showed me a lot, especially with the offense. John Gruden finally um, got the offense rocking and rolling. And uh, Dan Waller, he's looking like the second best tight end league. You know, everybody like kills better than Waller, but Waller is proving this dude is like a madman. Put him in the slot, put him on the outside. Who's gonna guard me? Nobody. We'll still put up eight catches, 120 yards, or something like that. Something crazy like that, man. Dude's a beast. But uh, you know, with that being said, the Chargers. I don't know, man. They sneaky. They sneaky, right? Because Herbert can flip the switch and throw for like four touchdowns and 400 yards or something like that. He can flip the switch. And that's why I said this is a sneaky game. Everybody like, well, the Raiders should be able to win this game. True. But I feel like this is one of them sneaky games that Herbert just come out here and just ball out. And Urkler get going. Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, those guys, just get the offense pumping and rolling and the Raiders can't do nothing about it. 
That's why I feel like this game is going to. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like this one will flip the switch for Herbert type games, man. It's just how it just I just it's just how they played last week and and you know, they finally you no know, connecting on their deep passes and they finally looking good in the run game. And you know, Mike Williams is tearing it up right now. He he's looking better than Keenan Allen. Maybe because Keenan Allen getting the number one quarterback. So Mike Williams making you no know, he making do. Where he's getting, he making do. Chargers came out here with a game great game plan for the Chiefs. You no, know, Craig Turner put pressure on Patrick Mahomes. And maybe they come out with the same game plan for the Raiders. Uh Raiders, you know, their offense is looking like that too. You know, they can put points on board. And, you know, Peyton Barber had a huge game, but I don't see that rest of the Chargers. Um, Josh Jacobs might be out, which is still huge for them. And I just feel like this is a flip-the-switch type game for the Chargers, man. So uh, I'm going to take Justin Herbert and them guys. It's going to be a great Monday night game. I know that. And uh, I'm definitely tuning in. I'm clearing my whole schedule, my whole schedule for this game. Because it's going to be a dog fight. <laughs> you know, everybody, you know, last Monday night game, uh, Cowboys versus Eagles was, you know, it was, it was decent. But this game right here, straight up dog fight. And I'm here for it. I think I think uh Herbert, man, dude dude special. And when you have somebody like that as your quarterback, I mean, he gonna take you far. And the divisional divisional game, so it's gonna be it's gonna be rocking, man. Rocking and rolling. Let's go, Herbert. Let's 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 let's, let's make me make me look good for calling the game, right? Let's bring home the W. Let's go, Chargers. All right, guys. So that's it for the N4 week pick. Uh, can't wait for Sunday and Monday night. It's gonna be some good football games. Uh, you know, I hope the Saints win because I really want them to take this division. I really, cause you know, the Bucks they they beat us last year. Whatever. You know, Drew is half hurt. His you know, dude's basically one foot in the hospital, one foot out. So let's let's see the Saints keep this rolling, and uh, uh, we'll we'll just have a good time. This you know, week four. Hope everybody fans the teams are doing good. You know, I'm kind of. I'm just like my running backs are bad, not bad. I just have like one spot on my roster, RB two, that I just need to really upgrade. So I'm working on that. I'm working on something big for my team. You know, we play uh thirty dollar thirty dollar pot. So first real first win, uh first winner, first place winner get. I believe it's like, I want to say one eighty or something like that. So you no, know, I'm trying to bring on the win. No, last year I won 250 in Mother League. So I'm, I'm trying to win some money here. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the show. I appreciate y'all, all the love. You know, thank y'all for sharing the videos and checking out our YouTube channel. Uh, working on the merch store right now. Uh, I got, like, great things in store for y'all. So check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And now we're on TikTok. So like and subscribe to your family and friends. And uh, like I said, thank y'all for the support. And uh, we're looking to make the show the best 
for show. Most poor podcast ever. So continue to check us out, and I appreciate y'all. We out of here. You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast, brought to you by none other than the Voices of the Fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. Voice of the Fans Sportscast. Hosted by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds. Taylor Gatwood.